All right, and we're back with our first ever since week one and two back to back episodes, uh, back to back week episodes. That's really the first time. Yeah, we did week one and then week two. Took a break. Week four. Took a break. Week five. And now we're here. Weeks. Uh, actually, I don't know what I'm saying. But no, we that did. is the first two weeks we did it. The uh, week two, week three, we did back to back. Unbelievable. That's what I meant. We didn't do a week one podcast because it was before the pre. It was like preseason. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like the first. Yeah. So week uh, one point five, as you would say. So we did one point five, two point five. Then we did yeah, four point five. Yeah, we did. That's what I'm saying. Since the first two weeks. I know one cares about this. We're back. And... Uh, we're gonna break down the happenings of uh week six. Week six? Week seven. All right, this is Stack Stack Guy Kelvin. So our stat host Kelvin. Uh joined by Eddie Two Time and Jack Judy. And it was it was a weird week. I wait, 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 wait. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I gotta address this real quick. So Jack Judy, how does it feel to drop Jerry Judy? I'm picking up this He's already picked up. Oh, damn it. Wait, who picked yeah. him up? Nick, ah, uh, after Nick, Nick Nickley. posted the the poor one out uh gif in our chat, immediately picked him up right after. Pretty much. So I, I feel like we should be able to revoke it, but I'm I don't know. No, I mean Jack did Jack hold on to Mooney all last year. Well, he did. He did get hurt for the season at one point. So, so oh, so then he had to drop him eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I still think he'll do well. Okay, I was just. In a bad position, I couldn't hold on to him. Well, if he did start him this week, I would have won. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, who would you start instead? Don't worry about it. Jamison Williams. Did you take a shot of Jamison before you started uh, it? <laughs> this guy sucks. I gave up on him. I'm giving up on him in my season. Jamison okay. Williams. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Never give up, man. John Cena, never give up. Speaking of speaking of our matchups this week, I was looking at it, and our our league is pretty, um, what's the word? Uh, handful, not handful. What's the word I'm looking for? Contentious. Give, no, it's a lot of points. What, what do I say? This uh, we give up points pretty easily, right? And even with our league, our these matchups are quite low scoring. Um, there are a couple of big big plays. Uh, sorry, big guys have, uh, had uh, great weeks. Other than that, it was a very mediocre outing, all uh, fantasy wise, for a lot, of, a lot of teams. I feel like that's been that like this all season. Like it's, I feel like it's a very low scoring season for fantasy purposes. I don't think so. I think the like the last few weeks have been pretty high scoring. People breaking one eighty in our leagues easily, two hundred a couple of times. Um, this week it's no, that's like week, one. But... That's like one team though. No, I don't think so. I think it's still it's been a little higher scoring than it, than it was this week though. Uh, for yeah. instance, you, Eddie, hasn't broke 100 yet. God My... damn. <laughs> what? You haven't I broke mean, 100 yet this week. Do you guys want to put me on blast or should I put you guys on blast? Listen, what did I do? Listen, listen, listen. First off, 
we, me and Jack are already on blast. We're one and six. Okay, we lost again, both of us. Well, they didn't know that. They didn't know that until you just mentioned it. But what so, no, we, no, we've been saying it. We've been saying it. we've been saying we're one and five last year, last week. I'm Still. just saying, you need to be put on blast a little bit because you've you're five and one. So let's you know, got got take shots when we can at you because you know, we're we're dead yeah. in the water, me and Jack. Few few and far between. Yes, yes. Good advice for people listening to the podcast, listening to two people at one and six right now. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. To be fair, it's horrible. To be fair, me and Calvin have never came last in this league in like That's, eleven years. To be That's fair. very true. Also, I have the most points scored. I mean, anyone in our league this year. So, it's had some stroke yeah. of bad luck. It'd be like that sometimes. It's fantasy, am I right? Yep. Speaking of, like, not another key uh, way to say think of this was saying fantasy, am I right? Down to Foreman. Three touchdowns against me. Guy picked him up the day before. Yep. Well, I mean, I I did kind of I kind of called it, even though you know, I didn't. You know, what's, you know think even, that was going to happen. Even crazier twist of fate. I actually had Roshan Johnson, so if he played, he would not have played Dante Foreman, and he would not have gotten three touchdowns, and I would have a chance to win. But the guy still has scrambled eggs, so Dante Foreman plays three touchdowns. That's weird. He's been out for like three weeks already. But he's he's gonna practice this week apparently according to the news articles. So I mean, are you are you concerned? I mean, I could touch on it later, but uh, let's get right to it. Okay, let's get the news and notes. Let's talk my injuries anyway. Yeah. And today we have a special person doing news and notes, not a guest host, just the other host, Eddie. A swap. A swap. Yeah, he's gonna cover for that. Yeah, so I, I I guess we'll we'll start out with Roshan Johnson, who's still you know. We do have like a big mini update for, for his uh, concussion. He apparently is going to practice this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're saying that you're a little bit concerned. I, I mean, just just for his health, I'm saying looked. because he was out almost he had almost two and a half weeks to get any practice well, in. If if you think about it this way, not all concussions are the same, and not everybody has the same type of like brain chemistry. So maybe his was a little bit more severe than others, and him coming back is going to muddy up this backfield a little bit more, but. Even so, here's, here's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm uh, concerned about, right? Last year, we saw Tua with the concussion, right? He passed the league's concussion protocol, and that still happened to him. Roshan Johnson has not yet passed the league's concussion protocol. Well, I mean, I, I think when he comes back, he's actually going to be healthy. Hopefully. Mentally. That's the hope. That's I, the hope, think. yeah. Hopefully. But the, now, now, but now he, he's kind of dropped, though, because look at what Dante Foreman did in his absence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, people who people who thought they had a another running back after Khalil Herbert went down, just not the case anymore. Who do you who do you think has more value, rest of season, him or Foreman, or Sean? Or Sean looks good. I think to, I think Roshan as well, but just the next but few weeks, Foreman think, looked amazing. You acted like Foreman was his chopped liver. He looked great. Listen, you yeah, picked was... you picked the, the Bears running back because his Raiders de- run defense sucks. Am I not right? Even so, like even so, like no, I'm not, last year he, he proved. He he did he did well he did well with he did he did he did well with the touches um and if he if he continues to do this then of course Foreman will have the higher value but I still think that Roshan Johnson will beat him out in the end. I I mean you could believe that but I think no matter what as long as Deontay Foreman is healthy Roshan Johnson is not going to be what you want him to be he's not they're both going to eat into their their workloads. Okay, I don't know how the series is, but both I, of them I are, you know, both? Foreman left the game early on the third, fourth quarter with a back injury. Did he really? He didn't. He didn't come I back in. That 
But uh, well, they're up. Yeah, they're they're up huge. They, they didn't need him, but something to keep an eye on. But I don't, I don't, I don't it doesn't, it wasn't carted off. It wasn't he walked off his own power? So I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. But something that you know, if he's if he's ailing a little bit, I guess he split work with Roshan Johnson. Yeah, this this backfield is going to be muddy, but I think they both have flex value moving forward. Until the next injury, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Watsons. Christian Watson hurt his knee on his last in the last play of the game. It looked very very concerning because it was kind of a I don't know it was a non contact injury. Um, how, what are you guys thinking about like the rest of the, the receivers there? I think Romeo Dobbs got a little bumped, but Jordan Love sucks. He does, man. That offense is absolutely disgusting and broken. Jordan Jordan Love has not taken the step forward that we thought he was going to take, or some people thought that he was going to take. Um, I'll be honest, I hate quarterbacks yeah. that are like that. He is afraid to throw the ball. He has he has what I saw in John, Jalen Hurts year one, where he needs his receivers to get there, then throw a ball. I hate quarterbacks like that. It annoys me. Oh, so like no anticipation, no yeah, no touch there. He's afraid to throw the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this offense is. I think you're just downgrading everybody. Even though, even though Christian Watson, even if he does play, he's not an automatic start by any means. Um, I'm gonna move on to Deshaun Watson, who hey, real quick, shoulder. Real quick, real quick, Eddie. I looked Go up ahead. the form injury. He got hurt after he hurtled over a player. Oh, hey, that was nice hurdle, though. <laughs> was six minutes it left in cool the fourth hurdle. quarter. It was six minutes left in the fourth quarter. So yeah, he did not come in the rest of the game, but uh, he was able to walk off in his own on uh, own strength. Yeah, so, I mean, so even if he's playing, I think you should be able to play him in, in your lineup. Um, but yeah, Deshaun Watson hurt his shoulder. The downgrade for every single receiver receiving option on this Browns team. Somehow, this Browns team scored thirty three points this week. Is that right? Thirty three. Am I right? No, they scored thirty nine. They won the game. Remember? Oh, they scored thirty nine points. Mama mia! Yeah. How? Yeah. How did they score thirty nine points? Uh, no receivers did anything. The running backs, I guess it was just the running backs and their defense, right? Is that the game? That game ended 39 38. That was a high scoring oh, game. Oh, oh, Eddie, yeah, Eddie don't know Hopkins. about that. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin Hopkins, what is it, seven field goals or something? 21 fantasy points? Ridiculous. But yeah, uh, I think moving forward, how do you guys, uh, with Deshaun Watson likely to be out for the next couple of weeks? Because it looked weird, it looked awkward, and it's the same shoulder. Do you think Amari Cooper? What, how are you going to value Amari Cooper? Because I feel like that he takes a big bump downwards. Didn't he have uh, a good game with PJ uh, Walker as a quarterback? He had last one week? good game. Yeah, but he's been yeah. very hit or miss. Yeah. Hmm. I think PJ at- Walker. Sorry, I think he's serviceable. It's like, but that, all the receivers has to be like a receiver, like flex, like your desperate flex. Even Cooper, I feel like he's he's not he's not gonna have that boom potential because PJ Walker is not gonna be bombing the ball th- deep uh, accurately. He's gonna be more of a short passing guy. Uh, I think I, it hinders uh, Cooper's value a lot, right? Because Cooper usually have a lot of those long plays. Uh, I wouldn't start any of them. Yeah, I feel like Amari Cooper has to do something spectacular in order to provide fantasy value. Yeah, he was uh, ready. He re- he already had to do that with Deshaun Watson in general. Yeah, like he he had to want me the one making plays. So, so you're saying are you saying he's a trade away target or 
I would trade him instantly. Especially with receivers this year. So many receivers are like okay. Underperforming. Yeah, no, a lot of I mean like a lot of there's a lot of average receivers. Yeah. Like you could you could start like they could produce the same as Amari Cooper. Okay. Um I'm gonna go to the next injury. Uh, Baker Mayfield hurt his knee, he's limping, gimpy. Uh I don't think it's really that serious, but I mean we could just keep a track on that. Dawson Knox having wrist surgery. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. Mr. Uh, Kincaid looked awesome this past week. I think he's a must-start tight end for the for the remainder of his ab- uh, Dawson Knox's absence. How about you guys? Do you guys feel the same way? I'm a little iffy still. I, I think it's because Josh Allen sucked and he's a little iffy and I don't know. I still want to start him. Oh, the, the, Kincaid, he looked I, great. I still wouldn't start Kincaid. You do you, do you I, have I, 10, 10 I, tight ends you start over him? There's no uh, way there's 10 tight ends I'll start over him. Uh, what the, is that 10? Let me think. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't think so. if I have Kincaid and I don't have those top tight ends, um, he's he's top 10 right now. Is yeah. he really? This is his only week that he did okay. I passed like no, he's he's saying he's top ten currently, as in after this past week. Yeah, I mean, like top ten, not top ten. I mean, stats wise, I'm saying. I I don't think you could. I don't think you could just put this game in and think he's gonna be top ten. He he wasn't that included before. He they weren't only included because the whole offense is a mess that that game. I don't know. I don't know if there's ten tight ends. I start over him. Who was the check before this week? Were you the top? He's your. He was your top ten tight end before this week. No, no. I'm saying with knock knocks out. Yes, he has the potential to be out, a startable tight end. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with Kelvin. Yeah, I'm totally not. agree. Uh, I think this offense is going to turn it around at some point because there, there's no way they're going to look this bad for this long. So, like, I think this. I'm believing in Josh Allen because there's absolutely no way. They, I mean, they were putting 38 points up on everybody. More, like, more tight, end, tight ends are so bad this year, as yeah, always. So scarce. Uh, I'm definitely buying it. I, if if I have a chance to or an opportunity to, to buy Kincaid, even though I'll, I'll pay up to get him, I think he's that good. So that could be just me. On to the next injury, Jay Waddle hurt his back. It was weird, scaryish, but he came back into the game. I think you just monitor this. I think it's just going to be a pain tolerance thing for him. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of scary. He cost me money. Uh, he not I mean, he cost me money too. If he just scored a touchdown, we would have. Need some bread. Uh, on to the next one. Uh, I'm just going to say the, the best one for the last one, so I'm just going to skip over her name. Uh, Jalen Hurts, his knee. Yep, knee brace. He's a knee brace after the game. He said it was, has not, he's nothing to worry about. He said, if, I guess if it was like in a more important scenario, he'll, he'll no matter what, he's going to be playing. So I think it's going to be – he'll be fine. Fields is going to be still uh, – Justin Fields is still going to be out with a thumb injury. Um, I'm out with a thumb injury too. Yeah. Um Jerome Ford. This is semi big because Kareem Hunt did have two touchdowns this past week. But Jerome Ford seen in a walking boot, I believe. He hurt his foot. I think he's gonna be I think I just got a notification saying that he's gonna be out for one to two weeks. He's out for a few weeks. I, I, I think Pierre Strong is starable. Cause they like to they like to use multiple backs. They used him a lot there in the crunch time when they needed him. Yeah, so Pierre Strong is definitely a name you should be able to be able to monitor because he's he's not terrible. He's not. I, I think he's he's actually starter, but I think I, yeah. I, so another name 
Musgrave, Luke Musgrave is on the boot as well. Something to monitor. Might be out a couple weeks. Who knows? But... He was in the boot. Yeah, he was. In I boot thought it was concussion. Game. Oh yeah, concussed. The way he got oh. hit. Yeah. I mean, I read, I read a boot, but no, I no, guess... no, no, no. I'm saying he he did walk off gingerly, but when I saw it, I thought he got hurt by hit. He got hit in the head. Oh, could be both. Who knows? Maybe. I, so I, I mean, unless I, I'm so being very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the head part of his uh, the foot part of his brain is is activated in pain. You Shut up, I mean? buddy. Okay, um, I'll stop. You're, you're right. It's uh, an ankle last... injury. Yeah, it was. Yeah, see, I was right. And then uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, he was out this past week with a hip injury. He was out before the week started. I didn't. I did not think that was going to be a possibility, but it turned out to be true. Uh, are you buying this injury dip on DK Metcalf or no? Uh, he is a, a he is a weird human being. Like he looks like he's super Superman. So I don't know how injured he is. There's really no full report of how injured he is or what he yeah. got injured. Well, this this is this seems to be like a past injury because I remember a couple of weeks ago he heard his ribs came out the game, came back into the game. But I mean, this could be a pain tolerance thing too. JSN in his absence was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it was hip slash ribs. Jason did look good, actually. Yeah, he did finally. So, like, how are you going to view the this offense with, like, I feel like it's going to be a little bit too many miles to feed. Uh, no, if 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 uh Metcalf comes back next week, you're not starting Jason. But are you do you? I mean, I wouldn't either. However, I think they're just going to eat into each other's value. So I think I'm downgrading DK Metcalf for the rest of the season. I think DK, yeah, I think you downgrade him a little bit, but I still think he's a solid ten plus every week. Yeah, I think he's more of the fringe wide receiver two range. I haven't mentioned three. Geno Smith could support this many receivers. Exactly. I don't know yeah. why he's not receiver. That made no sense. And with the running game clipping clicking as it is, man, Kenneth Walker looks absolutely incredible. So. They, I don't think there's many reasons for them to throw the ball as much unless they're behind in games. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't think the Seahawks receiver have any ceiling. I mean, don't forget yeah. Tyler Lockett is there too. So there's four guys, uh, three guys. That, yeah, ah, no, team, a team that spends a lot of time running. So, yep. yep. Uh, last but not least, because this is the biggest surprise of the weekend, uh, uh John Robinson, dealing with some headaches, some migraines. I don't know some some with his brain, but. Uh, he didn't touch the ball until what the fourth quarter, yeah. It was weird. His first nap was like with six minutes left in the second quarter, and he only had one in the first half. Uh, is it any are you absolutely panicking, or is it just a one week thing? It's weird because there was no injury report at all. So, if worst nope. case, Falcons get will get fined for this, right. If someone is sick or someone is like in the injury, like something wrong, they sh- it should be in the injury. Even if someone's had an illness, they should be on the injury report. For, the for only, betting the purposes, only thing, yes. The only thing I can think of is like he suited up, got in the field, and just all of a sudden started having migraines, headaches, and he, yeah. he ran a couple of plays. He's like, no, I can't, I can't do this. I, I don't know. Yeah, that we didn't, we didn't, we didn't see the first, bad. we didn't see the first few snaps of the game. So was he? In the first few snaps, did he like do a block that kind no. of shook him a little bit? I don't know. No, his first snap was in the second quarter. No, it wasn't. Pretty sure it I was, saw him. Pretty in... sure. It was. I think it was. Pretty sure, yeah. 
Mm. No, he, he was... played one snap in the first quarter, and then he didn't get another. He didn't touch. He didn't get another snap until like close to mid second quarter. Okay, he's still, still weird. He, still, he was still getting one snap, but then in, in the end of the game, he was used. Like he wasn't used, used, but he was in the game for like five, six plus straight snaps. If you got uh, better, if he got better at the end, in way he just got better. That, that's weird. Talno, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Extra strength, Talno, rapid release. <laughs> <laughs> was it like? Do you think like, uh, Vegas told Arthur Smith not to play no, him because no. so many play, so many bets are placed on B. John Robinson. This no, week? no, that's that's dumb. I know it's dumb, but like, it, I mean, cons- uh, like you know, sometimes people like to believe in conspiracy theories because this is that—that's how ridiculous it was. Like, you have to develop some type of theory to re- or reasoning as to why this happened because this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, you're one of the best players in football already as a rookie. You, you don't even get to see him. You barely get to see him. Like, people maybe, can't maybe, watch maybe, Robinson. maybe we'll maybe we'll hear about it in the next few days and see what see what's up. Yeah. Uh, but that that's still scary. Are you buying this? Is that that's the real no, question? That's you, what you're saying. You the... I'm 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 not panicking. It's it was one game, for whatever reason he had headaches. It's understandable. Uh, not no panic for me. So I I do I do have Bijan Robinson in a couple of leagues, and I'm absolutely panicking. <laughs> like like you you could say that Kelvin without like owning him. I'm not sure if you do or not, but I am super concerned. I'm trying to buy Tyler Algier every everywhere, or if he's on waivers, I'm trying to spend up to get him. But um, it's that was that's really scary, at least to me, because you don't know what you don't know what's really going on. I'll be honest, I I don't I hate Arthur Smith. Yeah, that too. Complete dog shit. Uh, this week, I, I just want to put a perspective. This week, they only they only Bijan Robinson didn't play this week. They rushed the ball for thirty plus times. Yeah. When he plays, they rush the ball for like ten times only. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And and against backwards. a good and against a good uh, defensive uh, team as well. Yeah. yeah, makes no sense what he's doing. He 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 he's like purposely drafting these position players first round, the receiver, running back, tight end. Let's not use him. No, it's not using. Yeah, him. yeah. I I mean, we're we're trying to make sense of the, to something that doesn't make any sense. Now now could uh, our passes now is back in the mix now. He's not also takes splits. It's gonna be three people fighting for carries. Yeah, and they used them a lot in the red zone too. But the thing is, it wasn't working. Like they didn't score points in the red zone. A, B, like they're it. I, the worst this the worst case scenario. The worst thing that to happen out of this game is that they won without him. Like that's probably the the most concerning part. It was they an ugly win though. It was it was a really they ugly win. They still won. The thing it's, is, like, they, they, they got they got lucky. Won. They got lucky. They're facing yeah. Baker Mayfield, who's. Probably worse than Ritter. Yeah. yeah, but they also they, they also got they also dropped the ball at the one yard line a couple of times. And, I don't know. It was, it was a very weird game. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna oh, be also, also back, gonna be back to that. We'll, we'll touch on it again. I would be more panicking, Eddie, if he didn't play the string of snaps at the end of the game, meaning that okay. he was that it didn't get better throughout the game or whatever whatever the reason was. He was headaches or illness. I don't know. But the fact that I think played that a string makes, of snaps that, at the end helps a little bit. That makes me a little bit more concerned because that means it, it could have been a whole flat out benching for whatever reason. You know what that I mean? Too, like yeah. If, I mean, yeah. Bench, yeah. Didn't, that's didn't, scary. You, didn't you say it was head, as headaches? Did it was. It, that's what headaches? they said. That's what they're saying. Yeah, that's what they're saying. 
I don't know how much you could you could how much like stock you could put into that because it just doesn't make I don't know. It's just so weird. It's something you definitely have to monitor. I think if you believe in B. John Robinson, this is the time to buy him because there's I think there's no way you're gonna get any lesser of a value than him right, right now. Like if you could like swap, I don't know. I, I I can't think of anybody on the top of my head, but this is the time to buy. All right, and that's gonna wrap up uh, the news and the notes. All right, so um, all right, cool. Uh, let's jump right in to the RKOs and GDTs. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pits and cages. Oh, pits and cages, bro. Oh, bad, oh, bad. Let's get right into the pits and cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, See, si, uh, Corretto. Ah. Uh, <laughs> take a look at all the performances of week seven. Yep, that week seven. All right, get us started, Eddie. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of a lot of players to choose from here because there's a lot of players that, that I really wanted to, to mention. The one guy I'm gonna to highlight is uh Josh Downs. Josh Downs had a monster game against a really good defense. I was not expecting this at all because you know this Browns defense is supposed to be top tier. He had five catches for 125 yards and a score. I also just traded him away, which is kind of annoying to see but i mean i think going forward he's a he's going to be a great option ppr i think he yeah, has a very very high floor play for ppr purposes and he's a good receiver he get he and he shows the ex- explosive ability to actually take things to the house he had a 59 yard reception and he also had a 30 plus yarder he's he's a good receiver he's a good quality receiver man these these little tiny slot receivers are make, being the new becoming the new wave in the nfl like him tank dell when I, when Tank Dell comes back, I believe he's going to have the same type of value with than Josh Downs. But um, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to throw a question out: Josh Downs or Amari Cooper? Oh, Josh, Josh Downs. No, I, I try. I try 100%? to get Josh Downs from you. One hundred percent. Damn, one hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent Josh Downs. I don't like that Browns offense. And Downs is very safe. He's a very safe player, especially in PPR. But I think Mark Cooper's ceiling is, is still higher than Josh Downs, even though we see what Josh Downs' ceiling is at this past week. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's a good receiver. I mean, and I tried. Tra- I, I, I tried did mention him. him a couple weeks ago. Josh Downs averaging eighteen points with Minshew right now, so he yeah. is solid. Yeah, and Minshew's going to be starting for the rest of the year, so his value is he's a good receiver. So, uh, be happy that you got him if you have him. I'm kind of regretting trading him away, even though I got the best receiver in football in turn. Uh, if he plays, yeah, that's if gonna be my plays. if he if he plays. Uh, that's gonna be my pit this week. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah, All right, I'll take bad. over next. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, my pit this week for the first time in the NFL 2023 season, Patrick Mahomes. He has looked, dare I say, normal uh, this year. Uh, he hasn't really bro- he hasn't thrown from or ah, hasn't thrown for more than 360 yards in the game. He has not only reached three touchdowns in a single game this year so far, but he finally had his best game of the year, four twenty-four and four touchdowns. He has a lot of plus matchups coming up, and this is the time when people who draft Mahomes will early 
and as a first first quarterback in draft, will appreciate uh, doing that. I won't think I'll put him on his list again, uh, but just want to give a shout out and see that he's uh finally had a good game. I think he's gonna have a spectacular rest of the season. Nothing more to it. I'm surprised you didn't pick your boy. Who's my boy? Oh, uh, Deontay Foreman. Oh yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, that's who I thought I, you. Were I actually thought about that for a second, but it it just hurts my hurts my heart. So I just uh went with someone, uh my other boy, uh, who won me the championship in our league. All right, Jack, give us well, your pit. The reason why I went last is because someone took mine. I wanted to do Josh Downs, but I will go Jameer Gibbs. Uh, he had 11 rushes, 68 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, nine catches, and 58 yards. I only mention him because I don't think he could keep this up. I don't think the Lions gonna be losing 40 zip every time. Uh, Gibbs got like literally what three fourths of his points when they were down by 25 plus, 28 plus. I don't need the Lions gonna be down that much. Uh, well, other games, at least. At least I don't think so. I think they're a pretty good team. They shouldn't be losing 35-zip. Get the ass beat. Two Ravens, they destroy the shit out of them. But I don't think he's going to get this much targets in a normal basis. Like, I think I think this is his ceiling. This 30 point, almost 30-point 30 game season week is his ceiling ceiling. For some reason, so they... Huh? So you're saying this is the absolute moment to sell high on him? Yes, he, he doesn't. For some of the lines, doesn't use him as much, right? Even even yeah. at at the halftime, he only had like three targets, three targets and like five rushes at halftime. This is with Montgomery out. Montgomery wasn't in this week. Yep. He built that and, and that's when his value is going to take a huge dip. So I totally agree. I think this is the time to capitalize on his value. That his current value, even though it's you you see the upside, you see it. It's you like, like the explosive rookie. You always oh, yeah. want that on your team, but like, I don't know why they don't. I I I'm not sure why what the game plan is. Like they don't give him all the carry touches, but you even saw this is a game a blowout game, and that he barely touched the ball. Still, he played all of it. <laughs> Who's yeah. somebody that you're trying to buy with this type of performance? You think you could get like a DeAndre Swift out of him? I think you could because people because he, he came into the season with a high draft cap, right? Yeah. Now he's performing. So maybe people in the head think, oh, Gibbs is starting up now. How long is uh, Montgomery out? What? Might probably another two weeks. Montgomery. Yeah, they're out for another two weeks. Even, 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 to, like, even with Montgomery out, it was promising until like, they were blown out. Until he got his 10 targets, which I don't think is going to happen weekly. <laughs> I think another name that I would try to go after is Pacheco. I think that offense is still going to be one of the top three yeah, in football. It, so, like, okay, Pacheco is going to be scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's a scary thing, right? There's Chiefs are 61 and they have the complete, they look like complete shit. Yeah. That's the best. By their, stand, by their standards. Yeah. yeah by by their standards. I mean, look uh, at the I receivers there. <laughs> yeah, you got nobody. You got the best receiver back. Who? McCall Harmon. Oh, yes. Okay. Go. Yes, the- He's got. Now, I guarantee you, guarantee you, by the end of the year, he's gonna win me a first touchdown bet. That, that to sounds be, about right. 
to be fair, ever since McCall Harmon signed with the Chiefs, Mahomes said looks spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's one for one so far, so he was the missing piece. I want to touch on something else real quick to, to what Eddie's saying. The Browns have a good defense. They gave up 38 points to the uh, to the Indiana Indianapolis Colts and still still scored 21 points in our league. Damn. That's wild. I mean they had a block kick, three Fumble recoveries, an interception, a touchdown, four sacks. It's they fill the stat sheet on uh, and giving up thirty eight points. Yeah, they allowed a lot of big plays that game. They allowed a seventy five yarder, a fifty nine yarder, a couple thirty yard receptions. But yeah. All right, Jack Snake, gonna give us your cage for week seven. Oh, my cage this week is the great Cooper Cup. Uh. I traded for this guy, and I lost because of him. So he's definitely going to be in my cage. Uh, he had two catches for 29 yards, <laughs> seven targets. Uh, That's so this, weird. This guy went from uh, always giving you 10 catches to giving me two catches as soon as I trade for this guy. This is sums up my uh, fantasy this year. But I don't think he's going to stay this way. Uh, people are going to realize Puka is going to be too good to let go. So there's two Koopas pretty much in the – this team. I don't need to put much on any side because both of them will explode. But it's kind of concerning that he has two characters. I, I don't think it's gonna be this one sided to one receiver as often as we as people as we think they will be. I think it'll be more balanced. Uh one will definitely do better than the other. Um but I think the other one will still have a should have a slate floor. Unfortunately this wasn't the week that um Cooper Cup could do that. But the thing is like who could I, I this is my first time seeing most of the Puka's catches, dude. I thought he was just in like a like a safety net, like a in between zones. He was catching stuff downfield and he was toe tapping. Yeah, he, he had a couple of really that, good these... sideline sideline catches. It was nice. Yeah, a lot of very very acrobatic catches. I thought he was just an over the field possession receiver, but he he showed that he could do it all. And so it was a little bit concerning as a as a Cooper Cup owner if you're if you you know see this type of performance because you have like when was the last time we saw a healthy Cooper Cup? Put, throw up two catches for 29 yards. I think that's been like four years. <laughs> it's been four years since that happened. Yep. But um like it, it's it, it is a little bit concerning, but I don't I would not be panicking in, in the slightest. I would actually try to buy this. I would try to, you know, try to buy him if if Jack, you know, if you're a little bit concerned, you know, on the Cooper <laughs> Cup. <laughs> we just traded two of you good receivers for her Justin Jefferson. I'm just, yeah, no, just to let everyone uh, YFTS, I'm just trip my whole team to Eddie. Yay, please do it. Hey, hey. don't be mm-hmm. conspiring, don't be conspiring. All right, I'll I'll go next. My cage this week, another player of mine, Austin Eckler. By the way, Cooper Cup was my previous player. I just traded to Jack last week. Uh, Austin Eckler, another rough game after coming back from injury. He even got hurt in the second quarter. Uh, looks like it was an ankle injury, but played through it and was very, very ineffective. I mean, Joshua Kelly had one rush of 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, but the upside, he still outsnapped Kelly as well as uh, outtouched him. The Chargers' offense was absolutely garbage in the second half. They scored 17 points in the first half and scored zero in the second. And it's, I don't know, I can't, I guess, chalk it out to another bad week. Maybe. Yeah. It's tough, uh, right? Off- it's he, just the, he's the getting the workload. He's getting the workload. 
he's not getting the passes I thought he would be getting. He, I mean, he got six targets last game, but two this game, um, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I would, but, I would say that you let this game be just erase this game because he just came back from injury. Yeah. Be, I, it's I think also, it's a the, semi-tough matchup too. Like the, the Chiefs defense has been pretty, pretty darn good this past this, in this current season. So like, he's definitely uh, another guy. Uh, this some there's so many players that semi underperformed that people could be concerned about. But I think I'm buying him absolutely because you know what his upside is. He he hasn't been getting a lot of work in the red zone because they haven't been getting to the red zone. And I think once that's like a a really big part of his value. The last couple of years, he's had like almost what eighteen to twenty touchdowns on the year. So I think once they start getting the offense clicking a little bit more, Austin Eckler should be somebody that you would want to buy on your roster. Jameer Gibbs plus, do it. Find a way. No, no, I'm keeping Eckler. I know, but I'm not. I'm. I'm I know you are, but I'm just oh, saying I in general saying for people, people who are okay. listening. Yeah, yeah. If you have Jameer Gibbs and you don't have Austin Eckler. I would try to get Jameer. Uh, I would try to get Austin Eckler out of out of that scenario. All right, and wrap it up for us with your cage this week. All right, so I originally was going to go with Amari Cooper, but we did discuss him a couple of times already. So um, I'm going to swap it over to Tua Tango Valoa. He had another dud of a week. It was against a good opponent again. So that's a couple times where he's faced pretty good opponents, and they wound up losing the game. He didn't look right. He didn't look okay. But Jalen Waddle did miss a big chunk of this game. The running game was nullified, essentially. And I think that's a big part of why Tua was a little bit uh, shaky. I think he only gave us like 10 fantasy points, right? Um, also, this team coming from behind is kind of like weird. So they, I think they're supposed to be like a front runner. As long as they were able to run the ball, that's that's when this offense is clicking. They ran the ball 11 times this past week which is kind of ridiculous considering how many how much times they've been running the ball. Um but yeah, how do you do you, do you see this as a one off? I could also add like add Raheem Mostert to this because he had a pretty bad game too. Um is this a one off or you think it's just uh just a matchup that they 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 were just a little bit outmatched this past week. I mean, Jack's mentioned it a few times here already. The Eagles secondary is not good. So the fact that Tua couldn't capitalize on that is I don't know. I wouldn't say concerning, but disappointing. Uh, it's the best word I think. I think I could say. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely disappointing. But um, uh, do you, are you trying to get to it? Because you, you know what this offense can do: provide explosive plays, and you know this offense can score with the best of them. Do you think? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Quarterbacks this season have not been great either. I feel like whoever's yeah. holding on to Tua is not looking to take their chances on a streaming quarterbacks because a lot of them have yeah, not yeah. there is no one's been consistent really it's weird yeah it's kind of like a tight mm-hmm. end this year for me Jack what do you think yeah Tua and Mike McDaniels they don't look too good against teams that use zone defense so far this year the two teams that use zone defense like fully hundred percent is the Bills and the Eagles and another thing that we too have, uh, both team has, we have pass rush also on top of being having zone, mm-hmm. which I think confuses Tua enough for him to get hit too much. Mm-hmm. Yep. A, I agree. Because uh, we, Eagles, took out all the deep passes, right? 
Uh, we only saw one pass to the hill that wasn't for a touchdown for long. Besides that, everything we kept underneath, underneath. And then without Waddle there, who 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 is his underneath guy for the majority of the game, I, I think it, I think it stunned him a little bit. I mean, the pass rush got to him a lot. The all line sucked this week, <laughs> but I I wouldn't be too worried about too. That the offense is way too potent for it to be, for it to be like this again. I mean, they do they're not gonna reverse top defense every week. Yeah, but it's concerning because they they also look. Okay, against the Patriots too, who also is somewhat semi. They play man and end zone, but that's they, more of that's more of a, that's more of a division thing for me. With the Patriots, I'm just saying all all the people who play zone have done well against Tua. Yeah, so you you might you might say that they're starting to figure them out. Yeah, kind of. We from what I read reports, a lot of uh, Eagles reports, scouting reports that they copy a lot of what Bills did to them, and it worked. So it's copy and paste league, right? So like, who knows? Well, you have to have the personnel, right? Because the Eagles, the Bills have a good front line too. With the Eagles, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's more the fact that they they weren't able to get the running game going, and that's basically half. I mean, like most of the Miami Dolphins' offense. So yeah, it's it's a bad game, but I'm I'm not too worried about him. He's definitely, I think he's still going to be a top five option at quarterback for the rest of the year. So. Don't mind this game. All right, and that's gonna wrap up the pits and the cages for this week's or this past week seven. And let's jump right into week eight's RKOs and DDTs. Man, that's doodoo trash. All right, Jack, you want to get us started? Uh, my RKO this week, even though it's not a tight end week anymore, I think he duplicates his uh, production from week seven into week eight against the Jets. I think Darren Waller. Uh, I'm hope well, this, this is finally. This is prior to all reports, but I'm expecting them to continue with Tyra Taylor at least another week. Uh, as long as Tyra Taylor starts. I think Darren Waller was gonna, is going to have another productive week. Um, he's going to score a touchdown, maybe eight, nine catches and a touchdown again, which is amazing for tight end position. Uh, that whole offense, even though they only scored 14 points, they still look a lot better for Tyra Taylor because he's not afraid to throw the ball. He's throwing the ball deep whenever he could. Whenever it is 1-1, he's throwing the ball. Unlike Daniel Jones, who held on to the ball, he was afraid. To throw a ball deep whenever it's one on one. Meanwhile, Tyra Taylor just bombed it every time it was one on one. We saw it with Hyatt, we saw it with Darius Slayton, and now we see a wall too. So, uh, and the Jets also gave up, gives up the second most to tight ends this year. So, but to be, yeah, but that's my RKO. I like it. Darren Waller has been, it's, it's finally been, uh, the, Pretty much the focal point of this passing offense, and that's—I mean, this is what you expected him from the beginning of the year. For some reason, they, they forgot that he even existed. But now, Tyra Taylor, I guess he's a little bit smarter than Daniel Jones. He realizes, oh, I got a six foot seven guy who could jump with anybody, and he's probably going to be the best receiver that I got. So, like, I totally agree. And it's also the first week that I didn't bet on Brent, uh, Darren Waller to score a touchdown, <laughs> and he finally did it. So, yeah, just like money down the drain for me, right? 
next week. I'm not gonna. Don't worry. I'm not gonna bet, and he's gonna score again. Just no, this is how it works. Daniel Jones pulled off the con of the century. Oh, against yeah. the New York Dude, Giants. Man, they should have franchised him and gave Saquon the contract. Yeah, I would. Who would you rather pay forty million, Saquon Barkley or him? Saquon, Saquon, Saquon. right? He's way more valuable. Like as soon as Saquon's back, they actually look like an NFL offense. Even though they're not put like pulling up like the craziest amount of points, they are at least competing. Like it's just. I mean, I mean, they brought in Darren Waller. They brought in Darren Waller to to do just this, be the focal point of the offense, and Daniel Jones simply could not get him the ball. And no, whatever, he just didn't look reason. his way. He didn't. Th- he didn't throw him targets. He's a target guy. He's a target hog. He's a target seeker. He. he he he's supposed to get all these targets, but he just he just hasn't been with uh, Daniel Jones for some reason. But I think I think he might be autistic. Oh God, can't, you can't say that, man. I can't. No. Uh, while no. you're at it, uh, give us your RKO <laughs> week eight. He goes. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go. My RKO this week. It's not Josh Dobbs. It's Romeo Dobbs. Because some people in our friend group was kept getting him confused. I think Romeo Dobbs is going to have a really good game this week against Minnesota, especially with – I mean, we don't know the full story with Christian Watson and his knee injury. But even so, even without that, I think he's probably the – I think he's like the their go-to guy. I mean, he's not the most explosive, but he's definitely more of a possession receiver, and he gets targets in the red zone. So he's playing Minnesota. I think it's a smash matchup. He's – Definitely going to provide you with wide receiver value, and it's cheap too. Like it's very cheap value. Like if, if somebody, I don't know, I, I'm def, I'm definitely trying to get him on my roster, and I definitely would like to start him. So Romeo Dobbs is definitely going to be my RKO this week. I'm going to finish up the RKOs with mine. It's going to be Chris Godwin. Uh, so Chris Godwin saw the most targets he has seen all season this past week with 12, and if Baker Mayfield continues to pepper him with these main targets, uh, I think he's gonna have a great game against the uh, Buffalo Bills, who has who have a very very sketch defense to say the least. They let Mac Jones walk all over them uh, this past week. Uh, the Buffalo Bills is also seventh worst in completion percentage. We know Baker's not throwing it down the field too often. Um, he's throwing it down to Mike Evans, but Chris Godwin works those slot slot uh, routes, and if he's gonna give him the ball, he's gonna uh, Godwin's gonna catch those. And have, end himself up with a really good game against Buffalo Bills. I like that. I like that pick. I like that. It's funny. Uh, Godwin had twelve targets, but he had six receptions for sixty-six yards. Oh Ooh, man! Oh, spooky season. Okay. Spooky, you know, spooky, spooky season for show. <laughs> Always coming up. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna snake it and give you my TDT. For week eight, it is going to be Matthew Stafford. Uh, kind of piggybacks to what I was saying earlier. QBs have not been good this year, and Matthew Stafford is one of them. He has not, he, out of his last, sorry, let me rephrase that. This whole season, he only has one game with more than one passing touchdown. He's also only thrown for less than 231 yards in the last three games. That's with Cooper Cup, last three games. It's I don't know what it is. Uh, he's not performing well. He's not getting catch passing touchdowns. On top of that, he's going to face the Dallas Cowboys off of, off a of bye week, fully rested, and he's going to have a bad time 
uh, this week uh, against the Cowboys. Yep. Scary. It's crazy because he's, 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 I mean, especially with Cup, I feel like this offense should be better than it actually is. Yeah, this, and, it seems like they should be scoring more points. They're just not doing it. Yeah, it's very strange. All right, uh, give us your DDT, Eddie. So my doo-doo trash player this week is somebody that I will try not to be starting, but, I mean, I understand if you can't because, you know, uh, Kelvin illustrated already that quarterbacks are hard to come by. Joe Burrow this week, he has a very bad matchup. He's playing the San Francisco 49ers. I'm probably going to be ranking him if I were doing rankings. You know, he used to do rankings. But if I were to rank him this week, he's definitely going to be outside of my top 12. Um, it's just it, – it's a recipe for disaster. Um, but, yeah, like it's – that's – I mean, I, I don't really have anything to add. I just think the matchup is really bad. That's fair. It's crazy. Well, he's actually he's actually looking good on last game. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a good game. He's yeah, another week I, healthier. I another week healthier from the calf injury. Left T Higgins back. That's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm just saying. I, I completely agree. Joe Burrow is definitely on the lower end of quarterbacks this year, this season. Sorry, this week. Uh, but I would not. I wouldn't be surprised. I would be like, oh shit, it happened. But like, no, okay. But I mean, to be honest, his schedule is going to lighten up. He just has his bye week, so I think he's a. If you're hurting a quarterback and somebody has Joe Burrow and he has maybe an extra quarterback on him on his roster, he might be a guy that I'll be targeting because I think as long uh, as um as the season progresses, he's going to get a he's going to get healthier. His weapons are going to get healthier. T Higgins is going to come back. So I think both of them, him and T Higgins, are somebody that I'm keeping my eye on for the rest of the year. Nice. Yeah, Jack. Jack, who's your dude to trash player this week? Uh. My DDT this week, hear me out. I do have him in my team too, and I'm going to do what I'm going to say. So I'm going to bench B. John Robinson next week, whether you like it or not. I don't know what kind of injury he has on top of now he has to split carries with Patterson and Algier, and they're playing the Titans, who are pretty good against the run. That's three things that adds up to me not starting B. John Robinson. Uh, even if he's playing, he gets like only fifteen carries. Now he hey, gets hey, with three people. Hey, Kelvin, Kelvin, can you add in like a panic button alert <laughs> on this, like a siren? <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Like I own him like half of my leagues. I'm don't think I'm gonna start next week. It's just the silly the the, the opportunity is not there. I, I don't know what's going on with our team. Uh, it's like they try and play three D chess. Like, oh, we're gonna put Peter Robinson out there. But never give him the ball. All right. I'm going to throw out a name that's freaking gross. Kareem Hunt against the Seahawks or B. Ryan Robinson. Oh, if Kareem Hunt is playing this week, 100%. I'll take Kareem. I bet Kareem Hunt does better than B. John Robinson this week. Damn. I, I, I kind of like those odds too. I'll that's weird. That they'll win. He'll win. A player who has who wasn't even signed to like week four. He's gonna have more value. Here's, 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 a, here's, a, here's a more disgusting name, okay? Daryl Henderson who scored a touchdown this past week. 80 yards and touchdown. He's playing the Cowboys. He's playing the Cowboys. Oh, oh you're, right. Cowboys, Sorry, right. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Never mind. I take it back. But still, like, it has to be a match for it to be. Like, like, I don't know. I'm uh, shocked. 
I'm sure I'm, I'm having a hard time. I mean, all you said makes sense, Jack. Like splitting work between two I guys. Think, I think unknown injury. I think, Gus Edwards, I think Gus Edwards is better than Bijan Robin this week. It's damn. damn. It's, I mean, that's that's ballsy. I feel, I, I, so I'd that, say it's a bold predict, yo. That's so a bold I'll take an addition. I'll take a shot. If if I bet I bet. Everyone will have TS that Gus Edwards outscores B. John Robinson this week. Man. I mean, I, I the thing is, I'm a Ravens fan, and I, he looked really good. He looked explosive. He had an 80-yard freaking reception. And he looked pretty darn fast running down the sideline. So, uh, he's going up. The matchup is right, too. He's playing the Cardinals. So, like, uh, that's not right. super outlandish, man. It's crazy. Okay, okay. Stop, stop buttering up your Ravens. Okay. I'll, 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 if anyone want, if Kareem Hunt is healthy, I'll take a bet with anyone who listens to the podcast for a shot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh man, some That's wild, wild, some wild takes in this one. Hot takes That's in a, a world. <laughs> in a is... world where you're starting Kareem Hunt over Bijan Robinson. <laughs> what a throwback! Yeah, and that's gonna wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. And we'll go right into our newest segment for this season, the top plays of week seven. I will get us started. My top play this week is the ricochet catch by Jalen Reed uh, for touchdown. Jordan Love passes it to Romeo Dobbs, bounces off his hands. It wasn't even in the air. It was, it, was, it was in the air for a split second. Like, it didn't even go up. It just went sideways, and it's landed in Jalen Reed's, Reed's hands. Um yeah, you said the perfect word. What? What did I say? You said the perfect word. You said ricochet. It was definitely yeah. like a bounce, like a like a pinball effect. Yeah, like it didn't it didn't go up in the air. It's just sideways, like bounced sideways right into Jalen Reed's hands and crazy concentration. Uh, unfortunately for me, I was facing Jordan Love, who's already having a bad game. It's kind of made it decent, but that was that was uh, my top play for week seven. Nice. nice. Right. I'll mention mine. Mine is, you know, you, you said I shouldn't butter up my Ravens, but the, my this freaking block by our offensive lineman this past week, Mar Jackson's TD run, offensive lineman decides to take a linebacker for a ride. Or I think he's a linebacker or somebody in the secondary. Threw him all the way into the back of the end zone where all the cameras are, and I thought it was one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen. And, and he's becoming the awesome. block guy. And he's becoming the block guy. Last week was a block. Craig Reynolds block. Yep. This week's offensive lineman block as your top plays. Yep. Yep. I loved it. Loved every second. And my Ravens looked absolutely amazing. This is the team I expected them to be, you know, like just uh, blowing out the lines just casually, you know. Are are the are the Lions fake? Are they pretenders? What was that? Are the Lions? No, pretenders? I think it was a, it was I think it was a very bad game. But hey, I, 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 I said I said uh, every receiver other than Amonra is gonna have a bad game, and that's what happened. Well, yeah, didn't have a good game until like the garbage time too. Like it was. I mean, so, whoa, whoa, it's still, what's, it's still what's ended. garbage time? Oh, dirty time. Dirty time. Dirty time, bro. Oh my god, it's, it's getting more and more racist. <laughs> what are you talking about? You said <laughs> it. I didn't say it dirty, dirty time. time. I said dirty time. Uh, all right, Jack. Give us your top play for week seven. I was gonna be home, homer, home, a homer, and said Eagles touch play all the time, especially one of the uh, no huddle one. That was fantastic. But he just ran, rushed straight to the line, did it. But yeah. I will go to the Seattle game. Uh this guy made a nice catch. <laughs> His name is Jake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He <laughs> made a 
pretty sick uh, end zone catch touchdown against the Cardinals this week. He, that's tippy toe worthy. Toe tap, Mister Toe Tap. Right, nice and uh, I'm honest with you, I didn't know who this guy was. I did not either. I was like, who the hell's a what's a Bobo? I so, guess his first name. I like give him a uh, right. I give him a shout out because that was a nice play he made. That's another receiver. Definitely All right. got in Seattle. And that's going to wrap up the top plays for week seven. Be sure to check it out on the Instagram account, IFTS Podcast. Uh, after this podcast drops, you get to check out those plays. And let's jump right into the Did You Knows. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Whoa. I, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Wow. All right, let's start one off with the yeah. – so with the Eagles, primetime game. And then we talked prime about time. a couple – Primetime. Prime, primetime. All right, and we talked about a few times uh, amongst us already. But A.J. Brown recorded his fifth straight 125-plus yard game, tying him. Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson, Megatron, and Pat Studstill for the longest stretch streak in league history. And he has an opportunity know. to break that. Yes, I know. He has he has an opportunity to break that record in week eight when the face Eagles face off against the commanders. I think it's happening. Yeah. Well he did it. He did it. I think he started the streak against the commanders. Oh, that'd be even better. I think he did. Let me check very fast for you. Uh no, he didn't. Sorry, the second game. But he did have 175 yards and two touchdowns against them. This is what happens when you're a squeaky wheel, man. You just you get on the ball, you start winning games. He's good, man. Oh, he's, he's good. You're winning regardless. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. TJ Watt joined Hall of Famer Lawrence Taylor as the only player since 1982 to have 70 plus sacks and seven plus interceptions over the first seven seasons. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. just like his brother. Yeah, only two players. Seems even better than his brother right now. Oof. Another another defensive one for you. Garrett uh, Miles Garrett became the first player since at least two thousand with multiple sacks, multiple forced fumbles, and a blocked field goal in the same game. What a wild fucking game. <laughs> what a wild <laughs> game. What game was crazy. Game. Yo, if you have IDP and you have Miles Garrett, I don't even oh, know how goodness. much points that they got you, but damn, seems like it's a lot. Let's go to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Did you guys know him and Travis Kelsey had connected on 29 straight targets spanning over three games? It was broken by an incompletion in the fourth quarter this week. Damn, that's that's crazy. That's kind of crazy. If he should just what stop running. What is his percentage? Wait, hold in the, on. In what is Travis the last three games? I got to look this up. 29-21 before uh, this fourth quarter this past week. It's crazy. I got to see. He's he's returned to being Travis Kelsey. That old age narrative is go- long gone. Dude is just still the most ridiculous tight end in it's, it's a It's a Taylor Swift effect, yeah? Probably. His splits with Taylor Swift and not with Taylor Swift are crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the last did you know for this week, the Falcons lost three fumbles in the red zone this week, all by Desmond Ritter. They're the first team to lose three red zone fumbles in a single game 
since the Cardinals in 2004. Oof, that's a long time. That's gross. Yet they won the game. Speaks, speaks volumes about the Buccaneers. You just, if you just gave you just gave the ball to B. John Robinson, maybe they would have scored. Possibly, yes. Yeah. That's going to wrap up the Digi Nose. And we will wrap this one up with the bold predicts. That's bold. That's bold. All right, bold predicts time. You got to do it. Bold predicts. Whoa. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold it's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. Bijan, your Bijan Robinson take was bold. Yeah. Can but, you get bolder, Jack? Bolder for you guys. Can you get bolder? That's supposed to be like the higher song from Creed. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> I'll get it started this week. My bold predict this week is the guy you banked on all year last year, Jack. Darnell Mooney. Oh, boy. They play the Los Angeles Chargers who are just giving up yards through the air to every single team they face. And he will have over 100 and a touchdown with the backup quarterback who just won his first game as a rookie. Damn. That's a bold prediction. That's bold. All right, Jack, give us yours. Jack. Yeah. My bold prediction this week. Can you guys guess my bold prediction is? No, no we can't guess it. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, he plays for the Houston Texans. Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary. Oh, oh shit! Hundred plus yards and at least one touchdown. I like it. Oh my god! Uh, the Panthers have not been that great this year against the run. They've been they've been giving up massive on ninety five yards against them. Massive sucks. Uh, <laughs> he does. Yeah, they've been giving me hundred. They've been giving up a hundred runner, a uh, hundred yard rushers for the past four weeks, past four games. Uh, I personally, and also on top of that, we have saw the shift in carries and snaps. Uh, Devin Singletary have out snapped uh, Damian Priest last week for the first time. I think it was sixty to forty. I think this past week. Uh, I think they're gonna shift over because Damian Priest hasn't looked that good at all. Nope. He's averaging uh, less than three yards, three yards a carry. Yeah. So I, I personally think Devin Singletary is going to get 15 plus carries against the Panthers. Awful run defense. Uh, I think he's, I think he's start RB2. No, Jack, I want to make it, I, I'm going to make your bull predict sound bold there. Start <laughs> Devin Singletary over B. John Robinson because that's Ooh, exactly uh, what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Anyone who listens to the NFL, I'll. <laughs> Shock for shock for anyone who wants to do those three running backs, either one of them, against B. John Robertson. All right, give us so, your... it, It's so that that thing is like I believe in it. <laughs> That's I can't I can't bet against you, Jack, because I actually have semi the same take because that B. John Robinson is. I mean, the matchup is bad too, but yep. yeah, wow, give it to fucking us, crazy. All right, finish up the uh, bull predicts for us. My boat predict this week, it's 100% going to happen. Shamir Gibbs is going to bat, uh, he's going to repeat, have a repeat performance. He's going to have over 150 total yards and two touchdowns against the lowly Raiders. So maybe after this week, you could sell him. I mean, the way Shamir Don Foreman plays, awesome. might, should just put three touchdowns. You're right. You know what? Three <laughs> touchdowns it is. 
You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. Let's go. You know, it'd be hilarious if I'm facing Jameer Gibbs next week. <laughs> Are you really? I don't know. I'm saying it would be hilarious. Let me see. I don't think I am. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right. And that's going to wrap up the poll predicts as well as this episode 7.5. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, well done, guys. Yep. yep. Good job. All right. Uh, enjoy the Monday night game. And I will talk to you all next week. Good luck to everyone in the fantasy matchups. Good luck, geez. Remember to follow us on Instagram at YFTS Podcast. And peace out. Later.